This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And that is driven high in the air to left, and that is going to be a bat-flipping grand slam. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans, and for one final time this weekend, welcome back inside Larry H. Miller Field on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as today it's a Saturday matinee with the Cougars looking to complete a series sweep of the Pacific Tigers and solidify their status as a lock for the WCC tournament in Stockton in two weeks' time. I am Greg Grubel. have your play-by-play today. It's a perfect afternoon for baseball here at Miller Park. First pitch moments away. Let's hear from BYU head coach Trent Pratt in our leadoff interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And this afternoon, Coach Pratt talks about some of the characteristics that have contributed to BYU's first eight-game win streak in more than three years. They just, they play hard, and someone different steps up every day. It's not maybe one guy carrying us. Like, you see someone different every game step up and get a big hit, or or guys on the mound. Um, one big thing is our bullpen's good. We get them a lead, and man, they close it down. And the other part is offensively is, man, we've been a, we've been good and been tough outs, and it's been a different guy every week, it seems like. Um, so that's always nice to see that you're not relying on one or two guys, that someone else, someone different steps up game to game. How much has your theme of playing playoff baseball come into play during this stretch? I think it's coming to play. I think they've taken that to heart and realized that, hey, like it's one game at a time and we're trying to win series. And if you keep winning series, you get to keep advancing. So um, I think that they've done a good job of not looking too far ahead and definitely not looking behind after a win and and staying consistent and, and just trying to play as hard as they can every day. You took some tough luck losses that had you in a place in the standings you didn't want to be at necessarily. You've made great progress in, in the last few weeks. Did you always have the sense that this was possible, like you were never going to be too far out? Yeah, we always had that sense. Even when we had those tough luck losses, we felt like we were playing pretty good. It wasn't like we weren't in games. And so I think that kind of flipped, and we've won some tough ones. Um, you look at this, this, whatever, last eight or nine games, and there's been a lot of one, two-run games and close games, and it just kind of flipped the script where we found a way to win those games instead of somehow finding a way not to come out on top. And so we always we always felt like this team all year, it's like, hey, guys, it's just a matter of time before we get going and go on a run. Like, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And, man, it's just great that it happened when it did. You're going to start Ryan Brady today. If you get the same start that you got from him last Saturday at Pepper you'd take that oh 100 he was awesome and and i mean that's what we expect out of ryan and i think that he expects that out of himself and so we're ready to ride him as long as we can today all right series win has been secured now it's time for a series sweep on a beautiful day for baseball too yeah it should be awesome today i'm sure we'll get a great crowd so hopefully we can come out and play some good baseball for him all right trent thank you for the preview we'll talk to you post game awesome thanks greg all right, the umpire started this one early, four minutes early, and we're into a 2-2 count to the leadoff hitter Ben Nemevant from Pacific. This game is just underway, BYU Pacific, and the umpires uh, jumped the gun by a number of minutes today. And so we're into a 2-2 count to Ben Nemevant, the leadoff hitter for Pacific. We'll give you the starting lineups brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Ryan Brady is on the hill and dealing to Ben Nemevant. Count even at two and two. 
Grounder to Brock Watkins. Easily handled the gun over to first, and it's one gone for the Tigers. Ben Nemevan leading off and playing left field. The number two hitter, the catcher, number five, Jeremy Lee, hitting third, playing shortstop, number 27, James Arakawa. Hitting cleanup, the second baseman, number 12, Thomas Gavello. Hitting fifth and DHing, number 34, Brandon Motherall. Hitting sixth, and playing third base, number 20, Chaz Myers. Hitting seventh and playing center field, number four, James McLennigan. Hitting eighth, the first baseman, number 10, Jacob Weiss. In the nine hole, the right fielder, number nine, Jaron Silva. As Ryan Brady gets strike one on Jeremy Lee, who fouls out of play down the first baseline. Starting pitcher for the Tigers is Marv Guerin. We'll see him momentarily. Ryan Brady gets the go for BYU. A one to Lee. One gone here in the top of the first. An outside edge strike called by Tony Prater. Tonight's, uh, today's home plate umpire. Scott Jones at first, Billy Hayes at second, and Jason Starkovich at third. The 0-2 to Jeremy Lee. That's high for ball one. BYU's batting order. Leading off and playing second base, number five, Ozzie Pratt. Hitting second, shortstop number two, Brock Watkins. Hitting third, number 22, the DH, Cole Gamble. Hitting cleanup, right fielder Ryan Sapiti, number 27. As Ryan Brady kicks and fires ball two. High to even the count at two and two. Hitting fifth for BYU, number 25, Austin Deming, the third baseman. Hitting sixth, left fielder number 17, Josh Cowden. Hitting seventh, first baseman number 35, Jacob Wilk. Fouled out of play count, stays 2-2 two and two to Lee. Hitting 8th, the catcher, number 18, Colin Reuter. And hitting ninth center fielder, Dawson Hall, number 43. No Mitch McIntyre again today to start, dealing with a sore wrist. He's day-to-day. BYU starting pitcher is Ryan Brady, 2-2 two, two to Jeremy Lee. Another foul out of play, count stays even. Ryan Brady coming in 2 today, 2-3 two with a 4.75 ERA. Making his 10th start of the season. Two balls, two strikes, one out, no one on. Just underway here at Miller Park. Full wind-up for Brady. Winds up and deals, and that's low to fill the count. Four-pitch mix guy is Ryan Brady. Fastball slider, curve, and change. His fastball to the mid-90s. Slider low 80s. Curve high 70s. And a change in the mid to high 80s, the 3-2. And that's a ground ball up the middle. It's a one-out single for Jeremy Lee, his fourth hit in the series. Lee, four for ten against BYU this weekend. Ben Nemevant led off the game by grounding out to Brock Watkins. And with one gone, Jeremy Lee singles up the middle. And the Tigers have their first hit and base runner here in the top of the first inning. The Tigers had hits in seven of nine innings last night. James Arakawa, the shortstop. Bats next. And takes strike one. The top four in the batting order have been the same all three games. Coach Chris Rodriguez has tinkered a bit with the uh, five through nine spots. The 0-1. That's a grounder to Brock Watkins. He'll step on second himself. Fire to first. And that is a 6-U-3 DP. The double play gets BYU out of the top of the first inning. So for the Tigers, no runs on a hit, no errors, and no one left on. We go bottom one. Scoreless Cougars and Tigers here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
That was all Brock Watkins there in the top of the first inning. First out was a 6-3 ground out, Watkins handling. And then the second and third outs, courtesy of a 6-U-3 double play, with Watkins taking the grounder, stepping on second, and gunning it over to first to get James Arakawa after Lee had reached with a single. So last night, Pacific got a first inning single, but only three batters came to the plate as a double play was included in that inning. And here today, a double play ends the top of the first. We're bottom one now, and Ozzie Pratt goes opposite field and flies out to left field. Ben Nemevat makes the catch there. That's one gone for BYU in the bottom of the first inning. Ozzie Pratt, four for ten in the series. And flies out to open the bottom of the first inning for BYU. Just a gorgeous afternoon here at Miller Park as the Cougs play for the series sweep of the Pacific Tigers. Brock Watkins having himself a series. Six for 11 this weekend. Three runs, including a home run, two RBI. And his home run last night was prodigious to the power alley in left center. Went to the road between here and the Marriott Center. Brock's team leading seventh home run of the season. Marv Guerin is the right-handed starter for the Tigers. Is ahead of Brock 0-1. He'll ground out to his positional counterpart. And James Arakawa off a two-hopper will handle cleanly and fire to first for out number two here in the bottom of the first inning. So Brock Watkins retired on the 6-3 ground out. Cole Gamble will now hit. Cole hitting in the three-hole without Mitch McIntyre again available today to start. Mitch dealing with a sore wrist. Cole Gamble. Hitting 255 on the season, still DHing since his return from injury. But he has scored eight runs in seven DH starts. BYU has two out here in the bottom of the first. Guerin kicks and fires. Taken for ball one. Three pitch mix for Guerin. Fastball curve and change. Fastball touching 90. Change in the high 70s, low 80s. His curve will be in the mid to high 70s. The 1 0 to Gamble. High fastball, swing and a miss for Cole. That was 91. It's about as fast as Guerin will throw. Six foot, 195-pound junior, Marvis Guerin. Two balls and a strike to take low. Cole Gamble batting with the bases clear. On a sunny Saturday, it's a baseball matinee at Miller Park. Glad you're along with me today. The 2-1 to Cole Gamble from Marcus Guerin. And that will be a base hit to right field. Cole Gamble will hold at first. Took a half round. As the ball's fired in from the right field corner, it's a two-out single to right for Cole Gamble. And Cole Gamble's reached base streak is now 16 games. So two-out single for Cole, bringing up Ryan Sapiti. Cole just striped that to right field. Is now four for ten in the series. Even though he's not back to his usual right field position, Cole Gamble still contributing for this BYU baseball team is Ryan Sapiti, who took Cole Gamble's spot in right field, takes ball one. Ryan Sapiti last night drove in his 39th run to lead BYU in that category. And he's on a 12-game streak of reaching base. 
the 1-0 to Sapiti with Gamble on first. And that's driven to center field. Center fielder McClendigan to the track, watches it into his glove for out number three. Well-barreled. But that wind looks to be blowing in a little bit from center and may have kept it in the park. So, for BYU, it's no runs on a hit, no errors, and a runner left on. We go to the top of the second. BYU and Pacific scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the second here at Miller Park. Ryan Brady delivering to Thomas Covello. And delivering ball one to the Tigers' second baseman. Covello, three for six in the series, four bases on balls. He has scored three runs. The 1-0 to Covello. Opposite field, high into the left field sky. And Josh Cowden settles under it for out number one. He'll bring up Brandon Motherall, the Tigers' batting average and hits leader. And he's had himself a good series. Three for eight with five RBI. A two RBI double last night in the sixth for Motherall. Motherall was hitting sixth Thursday and Friday, up to fifth in the order today as Brady winds up and deals and delivers a fastball at 93 for strike one. The 0-1 from Brady to Motherall. Pops the leather for ball one, high. Off speed from Brady to even the count. One out, no one on. Both teams a single hit in the first inning. Breaker is driven in the air to center field. Dawson Hall looks it into the leather. And two outfield outs for the first two batsmen in the Pacific top of the second. Gavello flies out to left, and Motherall flies out to center. Nemavant, who led off, batting lefty. Gavello, left-handed bat. The right-handed bat of Chaz Myers. Next up for the Tigers as he takes inside on the fist. And catching the inside edge at 93. A tight pitch, but paint job on the inside for strike one to Myers. Chaz Myers, Pacific third baseman. Takes a one, low to even the count at one ball, one strike. Ryan Brady, 47 and a third innings pitched coming in two today. The 1-1. One, one. In the air in the opposite field. Ryan Sapiti will not make the catch in foul territory. So we almost had ourselves a 7-8-9-1-2-3 second. Gavello flied out to the left fielder, 7. Motherall flied out to the center fielder, 8. And Myers, fly ball to the right field corner, was almost caught by Ryan Sapiti, the right fielder, 9. Instead, it's a long strike, 1-2. and two with two out. Chaz Myers, two for nine in the series. Every player in the Pacific batting orders had at least one hit in this series, the one-two. And that is a backward K. Caught looking is Chaz Myers, his fourth strikeout of the series, as Ryan Brady picks up his first K of the day. 
for Pacific. It's a 1-2-3 inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on. We go bottom two. Pacific and BYU scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Austin Deming leads off the second inning for BYU. Bottom of the second in a scoreless game, BYU and Pacific. Cougar third baseman facing Marcus Guerin. Guerin, the right-handed starter for the Tigers, winds up and deals, and Austin will foul that back out of play. Over the roof here at Miller Park. Behind us at Gail Miller Field, softball's taking on St. Mary's at bottom of the first scoreless. And they're scoreboard watching on the final day of the softball regular season. More on that in a bit. The 0-1 to Deming. Deming lashes that, but slicing foul down the left field line. Count goes to 0-2. LMU and BYU are tied at 11 or 12-2 in the West Coast Conference standings. Final day of the regular season. LMU won two of three against BYU earlier in the year. So if LMU wins today, the Lions will get the auto bid. And LMU leading Santa Clara in L.A. at the end of one, 2-0. The 0-2 to Austin Deming back on the baseball side of the park. Good eye. Low and away at 92 for ball one from Guerin. Austin Deming, BYU's batting average and slugging percentage leader. Last night picked up his 19th multiple hit game. He and Brock Watkins tied in that category. 19 multiple hits games each. The 1-2 to Dem. Barrels that high to left field. Nemavant will settle under it, make the catch, and out number one has been recorded in the bottom of the second. Austin Deming, 3-for-12 in the series now. All three hits coming last night. Josh Cowden will next step in. Left-handed bat belonging to Josh Cowden. One of four lefties in Coach Trent Pratt's batting order today. Ozzie Pratt at the leadoff spot. Cole Gamble in the three-hole. Cowden in the six. And Hall in the nine-hole are the left-handed bats for BYU today. Against the righty, Marcus Guerin. Guerin, a 1.60 whip, a 1.65 strikeout to walk ratio. Empty count, one out, no one on. Cowden pops it up, out of play down the third baseline. It'll settle just shy of the BYU bullpen down that left field line. Pacific bullpen in the right field corner. No balls and a strike to Josh Cowden. Josh last night, a two RBI single in the fifth. Again, BYU won 9-3. Josh won for nine in the series. The 0-1 to Cowden. Popped up in the infield. This closer to the dugout. Will it get to the seats? Uh, yeah, it'll be concourse. It drifted well beyond the infield to the concourse level. No balls, two strikes to Cowden, BYU's left fielder. Between 2021 and 2022, Josh is one for 14 against Pacific. BYU won last year's series two games to one in Stockton, and they've already taken this year's series looking for the sweep today as the Cougs won Thursday and Friday. The 0-2, that's Chase pitch away at 91, laying off his Cowden. One ball, two strikes to Josh. Jacob Wilk on deck. Jacob Rogers got the start over Jacob Wilk at first last night. Jacob came in late. 
1-2. Skips off the leather of catcher Jeremy Lee. 2-2 two two the count. And coach Chris Rodriguez will chase down that loose ball. Even count to Josh Cowden. Two balls, two strikes, one out, no one on here at Larry H. Miller Field. It's a perfect Saturday afternoon. And that's hitting the air to right center. Center fielder McClendigan will drift on over to his left and make the catch for out number two. We've seen six outfield putouts already here in the first couple of innings. Ozzie Pratt and Ryan Cepedi both flied out to the outfield in the first inning. Deming and Cowden flying out to the outfield in the second. And two of Pacific's second inning outs were put outs in left and center, respectively. Two out for Jacob Wilk. He'll pop that up. Near the pitcher's mound. Third baseman's going to drop it. Chaz Myers made the long run off that high pop-up. And at the end of it all, it dropped out of his glove. And reaching on the E5 is Jacob Wilk. A sky-high pop-up as he neared the mound. Myers appeared to make the catch, and it dropped out of the palm of his glove. Just couldn't squeeze it. It was more in the hand than the webbing that just popped off his palm. And so on the E5, Jacob Wilk will reach. We'll see if the Coug can take advantage with Colin Reuter now digging in. The right-handed batting Reuter with two gone and one on. That's taken strike. Fastball at 88. Outer edge of the plate. So tough luck for the Tigers. They commit the game's first error. Breaking ball fouled off Reuter's foot. Curve at 73. Fouled off the lower extremities, and it's snowballs and two strikes. With two gone and one on, we're in the bottom of the second inning. Cooks had a base runner in the first on a single. Gamble was stranded, and now Wilk reaching on an E5. We'll see what the Cougs can do with him. Colin Reuter's looking to stay alive in the count, the 0-2. And he'll ground that to third. Myers making amends with a throw to second to get the lead runner. And so on, the 5-4 ground out. The inning is ended. And we go to the top of the third. For BYU, no runs, no hits. There was an error, and a runner was left on. Top three, BYU Pacific scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ryan Brady takes BYU into the top of the third. Ryan Brady one week ago at Pepperdine had his season-long outing, five and a third, as the Cougars swept the waves in Malibu. Cougs looking to complete the sweep against Pacific one week later, and Brian Brady is the Saturday starter. Has given up one hit through two. Leading off the third, James McClenaghan, the center fielder. McClenaghan, right-handed batter, takes slow and away. Fastball at 93, missing outside for ball one. McClenaghan, five for seven in the series. Opposite field fouled out of play. One ball, one strike. McClenaghan last night 
A single in the third, a single in the fifth, a single in the seventh, and a single in the ninth. And never proceeded beyond second base at any point last night. Ball too high. Two balls and a strike. McClenaghan stole a base last night. The 2-1. Sharp grounder to shortstop. Brock Watkins, the high throw, takes Wilk off the bag. And an E6 will see McClenaghan reach. Brock Watkins handled cleanly but fired high. It took Wilk off the bag, and once he left the bag, allowed room to, for McClendigan to step to it before Wilk could catch him with a swipe. And reaching is McClendigan. So E6 and McClendigan aboard. So last night's game saw no fielding errors. We've already seen an error for each team here in the first three innings. Foul back over the roof for strike one by Jacob Weiss. Weiss, the first baseman, hitting with a man on first. McClenaghan, a leadoff reach on an error from the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Just fired high to first. And to make the catch, Wilk had to come off the first base bag. And again, try to backhand swipe. But McClenaghan had already reached the 0-1 to Weiss. Tie for ball one. One and one the count. Weiss with 10 RBI in his last six games. He has two RBI in this series. Two for nine is his series line. Three strikeouts as well for Weiss. Struck out twice last night. 1-1 from Brady to Weiss. Man on first. He'll fly that to short center. Drifting back to make the catch on the pop-up is Brock Watkins. And so Jacob Weiss pops up. Isaac, we're down here further, guys. And it'll be one gone for Jaron Silva. So after the E6, Brock Watkins drifting into short center field to catch that pop for the first out. Jaron Silva, the only player for Pacific to start all 48 games for the Tigers this year. This is game 48 for Pacific, game 49 for BYU. One out, one on. Top three of a scoreless game. A throw over to first. Back safely is McClenaghan. Jaron Silva, one hit in the series. One for nine with six strikeouts. He struck out three times last night. And all three times with the uh, bat on the shoulder. Three caught looking strikeouts for Silva last night. Brady kicks and fires and breaking ball in for strike one. Ryan Brady coming in with a record of 2-3, and three, a 4.75 ERA. This is 10th start of the season. Jared Silva awaits the 0-1. There'll be a throw over first. Cougars haven't picked anybody off in a long, long time. There are 10 pickoffs. All came in the first couple months. No balls and a strike. One out, one on. Top three here at Miller Park. Ryan Brady from the stretch. That's foul to the screen. BYU dug outside. No balls and two strikes. Brady gets ahead of Silva. Silva, the Pacific right fielder. 
Bats with Ben Nemevant on deck. Nemevant, the one-hole hitter. Left-handed batting, Jaron Silva. Awaits the 0-2 from Brady. Just a little low. And missing the outside corner for ball one. One ball, two strikes. 0-0, top three here in Provo. Both teams putting a four lefty bats in the lineup. Silva the fourth of four. As the Tigers go through their order for the first time. And that will be a short hop single to left. Off the glove of the third baseman, Deming. I'm not sure you go E5 on that. It was a tough hop to handle either way. Deming couldn't come up with it cleanly. And McLennigan goes to second as reaching as Silva on the grounder to third. And that kind of ate Deming up at the end. And that was going to be a tough one to handle. We'll see how they judge that. We've already seen an E6 in the inning. That allowed McLennigan to reach as a leadoff. First and second now, one gone. And that will be judged an infield single. Strike one taken. The off speed from Brady. 0-1 to the top of the order. Ben Nemovat, who grounded out 6-3 in the first inning. Bats now in the third. McLennigan on second and Silva on first. McLennigan reaching on the air and Silva on the single off the glove of the third baseman Deming. 0-1 goes to 1-1. One and one. Brady off-speed missing for ball one. Ryan Brady, the 6'1", 185-pound sophomore from Park City High School. Transferred from prep school and high school into California to Park City during his sophomore year as a high school pitcher. Fouled back to the screen and maybe off the foot or of Colin Reuter. And yeah, Reuter's up to walk this one off. As that foul ball clipped the Cougar catcher, it would appear. Yeah, caught Reuter on the underside of the thigh as it skipped off the, grad, the dirt in the batter's box or the catcher's box. So that'll leave a mark as Reuter gets back into his crouch and 1-2 the count. One ball, two strikes, one out and two on for Pacific here in the top of the third. McLennigan on second, Silva on first. The 1-2 from Brady to Ben Nemevant. Nemevant will chop that foul down the first baseline. One and two. Nemevant's opening stance has his back foot nearly on the back line of the batter's box and his front foot nearly on the front line of the batter's box. So he does the splits to start and then closes up as the ball's released. Very wide and open to start for Nemevant. Waggles the bat over his left shoulder. Lefty hitting Nemevant awaits the 1-2 from Brady. Brady, from the stretch, kicks and fires. And that's a chopper to Pratt at second. To Watkins at second for one. Over to Wilk at first for two. And the Cougs record another double play. Their second in three innings. The 4-6-3 DP ends the third. So for Pacific, no runs on a hit, no errors, and two were left on. We go bottom three. BYU and Pacific scoreless on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Dawson Hall leads off the bottom of the third for BYU out of the nine hole. The center fielder takes ball one from Marquis Guerin. Marv, they call him. Marv Guerin, the starting pitcher for the Tigers. Into his third inning of work. We're 0-0, bottom three. Both teams scoreless on a hit. And they've gone back and changed that hit from Silva into an error by Austin Deming. So two errors in the third for BYU. Nothing came of it as both McClendigan and Silva reached on errors. E6 and E5, but another double play got the Cougs out of the inning. 1-1 the count to Hall. And Hall drills that breaking ball into the right center field gap. That'll be an extra base hit. Dawson will hold at second with a stand-up double. So it's a leadoff two-bagger for Dawson Hall. Extra base hit for Dawson, double to lead off the third. Dawson Halls just picked up his 10th uh, hit of the season. And it was 10 hits. Five are for extra bases. Three doubles and two home runs. Back-to-back lefty bats, top of the order, Ozzy Pratt. Bats next and fouls it off the catcher. 0-1. So Dawson Hall leadoff double for BYU. The Cougs' second hit. BYU no runs, two hits, and two errors. Pacific no runs on a hit and an error. The Dawson Hall double has him in scoring position for Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie hitting 317 with runners in scoring position. Outside for ball one, one and one the count even. The Cougs have turned five double plays between last night and the first three innings of this game. And this for a team that was already ranked 15th in double plays turned per game going into last night. So they may end up top 10 again by the time Monday's stats roll around. The 1-1. Mm. And that breaker stayed really high and forced Lee to come out of his crouch and capture that high offering. So two balls and a strike to Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie flew out to left field in the first inning. Ozzie with hits in 12 of his last 14 games coming into today. Up to 294 on the batting average. The 2-1 to Pratt from Guerin, who works from the stretch. Off speed at 85 and 3-1 and the count. Ozzie four hits in the series, including a solo home run last night. Three RBI, three runs scored for the Cougars' second baseman. The true freshman, Dawson Hall. Another rook takes his lead at second. Warren comes set. And the 3-1 breaking ball misses and puts Ozzie Pratt aboard. So the first two Cougar batters reaching here in the bottom of the third after a double by Hall. It's a base on balls given to Pratt. And Brock Watkins will now hit in a high leverage position as head coach Chris Rodriguez will come on out and... Chat with Mark Guerin. Actually, pitching coach out to chat with Guerin. Rodriguez will stay in the dugout. So it's a mound conference. Pitching coach and infielders, along with battery mate Jeremy Lee, chatting with Marv Guerin with Brock Watkins about to settle in. And Brock 
a 6-for-12 series, three runs, two RBI, and mammoth solo home run last night to the road between Miller Park and the Marriott Center. Mount Conference concludes. And Brock will dig in on an 0-1 day, a 6-3 ground out for Brock in the first inning. Runners on first and second for Watkins. Brock this year hitting 350 with runners in scoring position. 300, his number for the year overall. Still no one out here in the bottom of the third. Stepping off second, but no one covering for Guerin. Brock Watkins, 92 total bases on the year. Eight more than Austin Deming. Button laid down by Brock, and the sacrifice is just successful. Advancing to second is Pratt, to third is Hall. And now it's two runners in scoring position with one out for Cole Gamble. So Brock with a successful sacrifice. He's thrown out pitcher to first baseman, 1-3. And the walk and sacrifice setting up two runners in scoring position for Cole Gamble. Cole singled and was stranded in the first. He bats now in the third of a scoreless game. One out, two on for the Cougs. Breaking ball popped up by Cole to the third baseman. Myers will be called off by the shortstop Arakawa. Arakawa makes the catch in foul territory behind third base. And two gone for BYU as Gamble pops up. Ryan Sapiti will now bat. Oh, look at that. Mitch McIntyre will pinch hit for Ryan Sapiti. So McIntyre, who did not start today and did not play yesterday, is going to give that sore wrist a go as the Cougars get a lefty-righty matchup here. Mitch must have been itching to get in this one. He pinch hits early and will take inside. Bends away from ball one. So Sapiti got one at-bat today, flew out to center, and is now replaced in the order by Mitch McIntyre. And we'll see where Mitch ends up defensively. Sapiti into the normal right fielder. McIntyre normally in center, but his start there... Goes to Dawson Hall last night and again today. Two balls, no strikes to McIntyre, by the way. So the 2-0, two out, two on. Scoreless game. Mitchell chopped that foul down the first baseline. Two balls and a strike. So Mitch McIntyre with a pinch hit for Ryan Sapiti in the third inning. It's about as early as you'll ever see a pinch hitter. It's a special circumstance with uh, Mitch dealing with a sore wrist, not starting due to injury. The 2-1 to McIntyre. Guerin kicks and fires. And that's off speed and missing just on the outside corner, low and away. But a good pitch. Could have been called a strike, and you wouldn't have had a ton of complaint. Three balls and a strike to McIntyre. That breaking ball just missing on the outside corner. 3-1. Guerin winds and deals. That's fouled back by McIntyre down the heart of the plate. Fills the count at three and two. First base open. Hall on third and Pratt on second. 
Dawson Hall Reese with a leadoff double. Now he's 90 feet away with what would be the first run of the game. Scoreless in the bottom of the third, Cougs and Tigers. Full count, 3-2, two, two out, two on. And, oh, it's a backward K. Mitch thought he might be taking a walk to first. Instead, it's a walk back to the dugout. The caught looking ends the inning. So for BYU in the top and the bottom of the third, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. And two were left on. Top of the fourth, Cougars and Tigers tied at zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 